Today on Locked on Anaheim Ducks, the Ducks sink even further into despair with a loss to the Vegas Golden Knights. Plus, I hope you're ready for even more pain because now we've got to see the Los Angeles Kings four times in a row. All of this and more on Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? My name is Sarah Avampato. I've been covering the NHL and AHL since 2015, and now I'm here to talk about hockey and the Anaheim Ducks with you here on this show, as I do every day of the week here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can hear this show, by the way, on any of your favorite podcast apps, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, the new Odyssey app, and really anything that you can download that says the word podcast in it, you can probably find this show there. You can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Make sure you get all of the greatest tweets all about this team in your, uh, your your tweet timeline by following us on there. Today's show, before we get into anything else, is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your next order. Right now, though, let's talk about the Ducks. I know, I know, it's, it's hard, it's painful, because uh, things have not been too great lately, uh, including the Ducks' last game on Saturday against the Vegas Golden Knights, where, yes, again, the Ducks lost the game. In that one, in case you uh, need the reminder, Vegas won 5-1. to one. Chandler Stevenson scored twice in the first period because, of course, he did. The only goal from the Ducks came really, you know, when there was not much hope of coming back. Sam Steele scored for the Ducks in the third period, and that was uh, that was about it. Chandler Stevenson, by the way, scored 28 seconds in to the first period. So really, by the end of the first minute of this game, you kind of had a feeling that you knew where it was going to go, and where it was going to go was basically nowhere good. Uh, the Golden Knights, we handed them their ninth straight win, which, quite honestly, I, I just hate it. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Really, I'm not into the fact that we helped them achieve this, uh, this. I mean, they've already clinched a playoff spot. What else do they want? What else do they need? Come on, Vegas. It was overall just a, a really disappointing effort from the Ducks, which feels a little strange to say at this point in the season when we've just been seeing nothing but uninspiring efforts. And even worse, even worse than the loss is the fact that, uh, Ryan Getzloff left that game early uh, with an upper body injury. He only played six minutes and 48 seconds in that game, uh, missed the third period due to an injury. Uh, No real update on his status yet. Uh, It is hopeful that he is going to be back tonight for this game, but uh, things may change. And you know what? Honestly, at this point, I I feel like him, him playing is just going to be out of pride because otherwise, I mean, just, just shut it down. Uh, But, you know, obviously just another blow to the Ducks in that game was seeing Getzloff go down yet again with a uh, somewhat undisclosed injury. So obviously hoping for the best for him, uh, which is really all we can do because otherwise the picture doesn't look so great for the Ducks. Uh, This month, April has been, I'll be honest, a little bit brutal for the team. Uh, They have three wins over the course of the month, and all three of those wins came against the San Jose Sharks, which, I mean, listen, this is like very pot calling the kettle black or whatever, but the Sharks are a team that we should beat, that I think anyone should beat. Martin Jones just sure does love to let pucks in, so it feels like 
San Jose should be a pretty safe team to beat. The other teams we have played this month, Colorado, Vegas a whole bunch of times, Arizona. I mean, Arizona, I I don't know what's going on with them, but whatever. The point is, the only games the Ducks have won this month against anybody have been against the Sharks. It's just been like disappointment all the way down from there. The season series with Vegas is up. Thankfully, we have we have finished it. Uh, and the season series this year, the Ducks record, well, not so hot, 1-5-2. and two. That's incredibly uninspiring. And, you know, for a team that is rebuilding or retooling or whatever the front office and ownership wants to call it, it's about what you would expect. But still, it's like, man, you just really hope they could get up for for one of these games and and, and do a little bit better and I mean, listen, like, the Carolina Hurricanes lost to Detroit, like, an astounding number of times this season. You would think that maybe we could have that same thing happen here, where everyone sort of expected the Ducks to be at the bottom of the of the division. Like, that's, I, I get it, that's fine. But it would have been great to have the Ducks be that team that good teams underestimated and that somehow they ended up winning. Uh, instead, we're 1-5-2. and two. Since Vegas's inception, this is a little stat I had pointed out to me by one of my fellow Locked On hosts, uh, so I really resent the fact that this was presented to me because it's depressing. Since Vegas came to the league, the Ducks have won an average per season, average of less than one game against the Vegas Golden Knights. The career franchise, whatever you want to call it, record against Vegas for the Ducks Three, 13, and four. Three wins since the first season that Vegas came into the league. That is uh, bad. Let's let's just put it out there. That is not good. Really doesn't bode well for facing Vegas at any point, really, in the future. But the season series is done now. We don't have to see them again. And instead, we get to spend the next week of our lives uh, playing the Los Angeles Kings, which is, as, as much as I look at the Sharks as a team that we, the Ducks, should be beating, I think the Kings are looking to us as a team that they should be beating, uh, which makes the, the, the uh, freeway face-off here not, not so fun, because I don't like getting beat up by the Kings. I don't like it. I don't. I, they come into town, or we go there, and it's just it's just terrible. And not only do we have to play them, but we have we still have four more matchups against the Kings before the season is done. And we're getting them all out of the way this week because why not go for extra super pain instead of just spreading it out throughout the season? We're going to go and get it all done right now. So tonight is the first matchup against the Kings this week. The teams play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So just a whole lot of Kings-Ducks action so we're coming off of that disappointing loss to Vegas, which before that we had a disappointing loss to the Kings. Before that, we had another disappointing loss to Vegas and another disappointing loss to Vegas. In the Ducks' past four games, they have scored a total of four goals. That is not, uh, I believe, how you win hockey games. As much as we are looking forward to letting the kids play and to seeing, hopefully, Trevor Zegers back in the lineup soon, uh, to seeing what guys like Jamie Drysdale can do, looking for the next steps in the evolution of guys like Troy Terry, Sam Sam Steele, uh, Max Comtois obviously has been fantastic for this team this season. Four goals isn't going to get it done. Four goals in four games, not going to get it done. The offense continues to sputter for this team, 
And our only hope is the fact that the Kings defense is basically a big hot mess. And maybe, just maybe, uh, we will get get some goal action going over the next four games to at least uh, soothe the pain of uh, everything this season has brought to us. Uh, things haven't been great here. Things have not been great. Uh, the Ducks... The the goal differential now, in case like Gerger Loins, this is not this is not pretty. Is a uh, minus fifty one. We have now got a bigger goal differential just by one, but still than the Buffalo Sabers and the New Jersey Devils and Columbus and Detroit and all of the other really bad teams minus fifty one. Uh, and we're about in league with games played as well. Forty eight games for us, forty nine for Buffalo, forty eight for New Jersey. Like it's not like there's a crazy difference here. Fifty one goal. 51 goal differential. Uh, in case you're curious, I know you're not, but in case you are, uh, the team with the best goal differential is, oh, Vegas, plus 57. No wonder we only won one goal against them. They probably scored 40 of those 57 goals on us. No, they haven't. That would be impossible. And John Gibson would have quit and walked into the desert by then. We're going to hope to like close that gap a little bit with these games against the Kings. Hopefully they're going to put Jonathan Quick in net and we can maybe put some goals on him, and we'll at least get to uh, enjoy that. Coming up next, we are going to take a look at the Los Angeles Kings. I'm bringing on Locked On Kings host Jason J.D. Hernandez to join me on today's show uh, to uh, have a little bit of a chat about his team and what is going on out there in L.A. and why we should hate them. So that is coming up next on the show. Before we get to that, though, I want to talk to you about some fancy jewelry. 1010, it is a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs, all at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Their rings sure to bring joy into anyone's life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagements, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into someone's life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. The collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and they're fairly priced, so you can give a gift that is truly special and meaningful. Taking a look at all the jewelry in this collection, I think that it is pretty neat uh, the fact that you get a whole range of different ideas. So if you're someone who wants a simple ring, or if you want something that looks very elaborate, very fancy, very, let's go with avant-garde, you can find anything to suit your needs, your mood in this collection. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that will be treasured forever, well, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And this show is brought to you by Built Bar. And I'm joined by Sarah Avampato from Locked On Anaheim Ducks to preview tonight's and the rest of this week's games between the Los Angeles Kings and the Anaheim Ducks. Sarah, how's it going? I'm prepared to lose. <laughs> I'm are, ready. Are you Are you in tank mode? Absolutely. I am full on, full steam ahead. The, here's the thing. We're going to win the tank because the sharks are gunning for it. The sharks want to like make this into a competition. Like, no, we are going to be the best at tanking in the Pacific or the West or whatever the heck we're calling it this year. We are going to win at tanking. 
and therefore we are the best. <laughs> you have to win something if you're an Anaheim Ducks fan this season, right? Absolutely. You, you you win the tank, you get the shiny new boy at the top of the draft, and then see what happens. He can go be a, a gull and terrorize the, the Ontario Reign as they should be. Wow, that's unfamiliar, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, having seen my fair share of Ontario Reign games this season, I can attest to the fact that the number two draft pick, he's still not been called up to the Kings. And in fact, he's had an up and down season, whereas Trevor Zegris and Jamie Drysdale, they've been consistently on the highlight reels for the San Diego goals. Um, how does it feel watching those two in action? I mean, I think it's super fun. Like it, it, they are the future of the Anaheim Ducks, and it's great to get to see these players who are who are going to be the next generation starting to get that spotlight, starting to get their feet wet in the NHL. Um, getting Jamie Drysdale this year has been huge, and you know, had had the OHL actually played or whatever, maybe we wouldn't have seen him. Uh, and instead, we we he he's an Anaheim Duck now, and it, it's for all of the suffering that everyone has had to go through of, of watching the Ducks and having the struggle for the past couple years getting to see it finally you know pay off essentially has been it's been great to get to see them it'd just be nice if like everything else stopped losing but then again win the tank win the tank and the reason that i'm bringing up the american hockey league right now is because trevor zegris just finished his second game against the henderson silver knights and the rumor is that he will be called up before monday nights or tonight's game between the Kings and the Ducks. So it sounds like we're going to have Zegris and Drysdale back together again against the Kings. I think this is the first time that both have been against the Kings this season, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds about right. And I mean, I think that if you're going to, if you're going to bring them up, I mean, you know, why, 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 why not use it for this game? Why not bring them up for a rivalry game? That's going to get a lot of attention. It's going to be, you know, the emotions are going to be running high, even though neither of these teams are, you know, the Kings are trying to lie to themselves, I think about, about where they're at (laughs) and what they're capable of this year. But, you know, it's still a rivalry, even when both of these teams are are not doing so great. Uh, So I feel like, that those are the games that that you want those young players to get exposure to and get them all amped up for uh for the future and for for winning although again the tank yeah well what's the phrase you use again on locked on ducks i think the phrase you use is let the kids play absolutely let the kids play let trevor zegris just do whatever he wants and uh i mean he's such a fun creative player that just just let him go let him let him out there let him take a spin on the ice and let those kids play and just see what they can do because they i believe the children are the future and <laughs> and th- this is how we find out what the future holds by letting the kids play speaking of letting the kids play i mean there's some young guys obviously on the kings as well and one of those has been gabriel velarde who has been struggling at times this season uh he's... overrated <laughs> you think he's overrated absolutely <laughs> Just, been, just been, overrated. Been saying that for a while, haven't you? I have, I have. It's just been like the first time I saw him, I was like, "This guy, this guy, really?" And then you know, he he, he scored that first goal, the first game, you know, record setting, whatever. And I was like, "Okay, maybe." And then you, of course, were like, "Hey, yeah, overrated, huh? Ha ha ha! You're wrong." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now now where are we, huh? He's been a healthy scratch, hasn't he? Uh, <laughs> quite a bit. And I think we both yeah. mentioned this. I think one of those times that you and I got together on AHL weekend and talked about Gabriel Velarde an awful lot. And one thing that I have liked about his game recently, except for 
the last game Saturday, obviously, was the fact that he's starting to gain some more, I guess, confidence out on the forecheck. He's gaining more confidence on the offensive zone. Last game, not indicative of that at all. In fact, looking at the hockey stat cards, he was among the bottom-rated players on the last game. Him, Mike Anderson, Matt Roy, they've had an awful go of it recently. So as far as the Kings are concerned, I mean, I don't know who else they can possibly call up. I know Quentin Byfield has been kind of on a tear at some points with the Ontario Reign, including, well, yesterday's game, notwithstanding, Byfield has looked okay, and there has been rumors he'd get called up. What do you think about that? I mean, I feel like he's got to feel kind of left out being being one of the only guys uh, high high draft pick from that draft class who hasn't uh, hasn't had some NHL time yet. But I yeah, mean, that's, that's what as, as, as much as you know, I, I think it's a great idea for Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale to be up and playing with the Ducks for these rivalry games. I mean, this is the perfect time for you guys to bring Quentin Byfield up because why not throw him into the NHL in in these games that are are big rivalry games and sure to get everyone fired up and he's going to be no exception. And, you know, you you get to see him trying to defend his home turf against the ducks. And, you know, I think it'd be a, why not? Why not? Why not? Why aren't you guys letting your kids play? Let the kids play. I mean, to your, to your point where you say, let the kids play, the Kings should be doing the same thing. It's a wonder that Quentin Byfield has not been called up where just four months ago, Quentin Byfield was among the favorites for the Calder Trophy, and in fact, he has not played one NHL game this season. There are only eight games, or rather, eight games left for the Ducks, and a little more than that for the Kings. And perhaps the Kings don't want to play him more than seven games this season in order for him to retain his rookie status for next season. This season, it's not ten games, it is seven games. So perhaps there's that possibility as well. Look, Quentin Byfield is still very young. He is still developing. I think he's developed pretty well the past couple weeks he should be up with the kings now i mean look at his power his power game is something that gets vastly overlooked you can look at his skating ability look at his shooting ability but the power game that he brings up the middle i think is something that's going to be an asset for the kings in future games and give the fans a chance to see the future of the franchise if neither of these teams are going to make the playoffs and like you said embrace the tank why not have all the kids come play these games? You know, have Sam Steele, Comtal, like all the young guys for the Ducks, and then have all the young guys for the Kings just let it rip. Let Quentin Byfield out there. Let Velarde out there. Let Wags out there. Blake Lazat. Like, just have all the young guys just go out there and try their best. Hell, why not have Boko and Mama come up for a game or two? Why not, right? I mean, especially for a Ducks game, like... That that's when that's when you want to call him up, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like for the Ducks, they're in a little bit of a different position because Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegers both they've they both already played seventeen games this season, so they've already passed that magical uh, seven game mark or whatever. Uh, so the contract stuff is is moot at this point for them, and so it, it's even you know less of a less of a uh, a point for for the Ducks to try to be keeping secrets out or, or anything like that. So, you know, it, it really does make sense for them to, to bring him up and just let him play the rest of the season and, uh, and, and see what happens and see how well he can start adapting. I know that, you know, the ducks are trying to make him be a center and trying to move him over to that center position, but you know, 
is that going to work? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. It, 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 moving guys to center is not always uh, not always a fruitful yeah. endeavor. But you know, I can attest uh, you to know, that. Yeah, you have seen that a lot with uh, you know Adrian, with the Adrian, uh, the Adrian Kempe. Kempe experience. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go for you guys? Well, I'll yeah, tell you exactly. Ha- having covered the rain for a long time, as far as long as I have, going back to the 2015-2016 season when the rain made their long run towards the Calder Cup only to get derailed by the Cleveland, or sorry, Lake Erie Monsters. Adrian Kempe was being tried at center a little bit at the time. Yes, there was that whole hat trick that he had on, oh, who was it again? Who was it? John Gibson. I'm oh, sure, yeah. you, I'm sure oh. you want to forget that. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You can't leave without getting a built Bar, right? I cannot. Oh. I've got to take them, take them on the go. <laughs> yeah, you got to take the built Bar on the perfect. go. They're yeah. perfect for going on the go. Yeah, so is built go on the go. Ooh. Yep. And they come in a lot of fantastic flavors, by the way. So built bar is a fantastic energy bar that tastes like a candy bar made with 100% real chocolate. And some of my favorite flavors. Okay, I do like the cookies and cream. What are some of your favorite flavors? Flavors. Uh, cookies and cream is definitely one of mine. Um, it's not. It's. It doesn't really fall into the built bar category. It falls into the built puff category, which is one of those special kind of limited edition things that they throw out there. But the churro puff. What is it A with plus. you and churros this season? I mean, they're they're just delicious. I don't I mean, know what to tell you. I mean, you had a whole episode about churros on Locked On Ducks not that long ago. I mean. Who, who wouldn't have a whole episode on churros? Quite frankly, if other hosts on the Lockdown Network are not doing ho- doing shows on churros, like, I think that's a war crime. Okay. All right. I'll go with you on that. So definitely check out the churros when they come back around. It's a limited time offering. They pop up once in a while. And so is the latest offering, which is coconut brownie chunk, which is another great flavor that I love. But I do love those limited edition flavors. They're great. And you know what? Only 130 calories. So they're on the go. They're healthy for you, right? Absolutely. Low in low in calories, high in protein. Like, very healthy yeah. and delicious. Yeah, sign me up for that. Go over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% off coupon for your next order of Built Bar. You know, you know what else I think? You know, we just wrapped up. The Built Bar Championship, the uh, the Built Bar Madness, where we crowned uh, the the coconut brownie chunk as the champion. And you know what I wish? What do you? Wish? I wish I wish that Bet Online had covered the championship because it would have been great. Because not only are they the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, they also could have been a great place to uh, to to put down a wager. On who you thought was going to win, I think we all would have lost a lot of money. We because... all would have lost a lot of money because we all had the cookie flavors moving on. We did, we did. We would have been wrong on that one. I mean, well, uh, but... you had churro early on, then you had cook, you had a uh, cookie dough early on. Yeah, just just wrong all over the place. But Bet Online, they're they're right. They they have got it. They have the best place for your odds for props on almost anything you can possibly imagine, whether it's you know basketball hockey baseball wait 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 i i do love my i do love my trashy reality tv though guess what what you can find odds for that on <gasps> betonline.ag that's amazing uh-huh uh-huh 
They have you covered for all the news, scores, odds. You can find all the stuff you need. So head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is betonline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, they are your online sportsbook experts. I think they're also the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, if I'm not mistaken. I believe they are. They are yeah. that exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know what, friends? Gamble responsibly. So you're back with the host of Locked On Ducks, Sarah Avampado, and myself, host of Locked On Kings, Jason J.D. Hernandez. And let's talk briefly, just go back to the past really quick. And I know you don't want to talk about this, but mm. as host of Locked On Kings, I do want to bring up the last game mm. because there was a memorable moment that happened towards the end of the game where Brendan Lemieux pretty much destroyed a guy. He did. He did. He broke Josh uh, Josh Manson. Yeah, he broke him to the point where Manson hasn't played since. Uh, yeah. But, but Brendan Lemieux, that was that was a fantastic shot. It was it was a clean hit right to the face. Gave him a nice little shiner at the end of that. And I expect Manson to come back for this game. So I imagine there will still be some remnants of what happened last time. I think we'll see some fireworks. At some point, we'll see fireworks. It's the Kings and the Ducks. Four games in a row. You've got to expect some fighting, yes? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like the the both of these teams, we're just going to cycle through all of our, our, our punchy guys. And, you know, if Manson isn't ready to go, there are other guys who are ready to step up and, and take his place and drop the glove for this team and uh you know not, not necessarily make a name for themselves but uh there are no shortage of, of people ready to uh to to step up even if it is uh curtis mcdermott who has had a uh, had his own share of fights with uh, ducks players over the years and, and uh, goals players he's familiar and, and goals players yeah it's just these two teams they just hate each other and they know each other and they hate each other even more and uh that was a really good fight and it's just it 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 just stinks that uh Manson has not been able to to come back and um you know but hopefully hopefully he is he is better he is healed up his little brain parts are all where they should be and uh, maybe this time he'll get uh, he'll get his revenge on on Brendan Lemieux. Oh, I don't know about that. I think I think Lemieux is he he's too good at his craft. He he is known yeah. for that. He's practiced a lot. Yeah, so has Boko Amama. So has Chris McDermott. They've, they're all familiar with the fighting game. And so is Dustin Brown, by the way. Look, don't yeah. discount Dustin Brown on a fight. And I also do love the way that Drew Doughty has been playing recently. I think Drew Doughty has kind of found the fountain of youth as far as his, his analytical stats, by the way, this season. He's really stepped up on expected goals against where you're not having a lot of teams score off of him all that much look he's had some key block shots over the past couple weeks uh drew dowdy i think has been a force to be reckoned with and i think he's going to destroy the ducks defense this coming week yeah i mean it's 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 just been a rough go overall for the ducks defense you know trying to work in uh you know jamie drysdale getting him experience hayden flurry is new to the team as well and he's already uh kind of settling in no points yet in his uh five games since the trade deadline uh but you know it it he he's he's no yanni hawk and pa but you know having a new guy on the team there's a lot of promise he's a young guy he's just 24 and uh you know He's he's getting his feet wet. 
How do you feel about duck- that? Yanni, Yanni Hockenpah I mean, is the new star of the Carolina Hurricanes. That's got to suck Yeah. It stinks. It stinks because he was he was great with the Gulls when he was when he was with us and was really just kind of like starting to make his presence known on the Ducks blue line and had really kind of in a short amount of time, you know, was elevated to, you know, getting a lot more minutes and to playing a bigger part on that blue line because of injuries to two other players and just really getting to step up. And then the Ducks were like, here you go. Here you go. Go east, young man. And, uh, and and sent him off. Uh, but, you know, I think that there is a lot of upside, especially given that Hayden Flory is, is you know, four years younger and really just always kind of seemed the odd man out with the Carolina Hurricanes. He just, you know, wasn't really making it into the lineup regularly. They have a bunch of other young defensemen who are sort of pushing uh, to get in the lineup. And I, I think that they they wanted that physical presence that, that Hawk and Pa offers. And the price for him was a little easier for them to stomach than maybe some of the other big defensemen uh, who were out there and, and available. But it just it, it just always stinks to see to see a guy like that go to another team and, of course, get, you know, immediately welcomed by his new fan base. And uh, they, they love the big hits that he throws. And he's bringing a little bit of West Coast hockey uh, out to that East Coast. But, you know. Wow, that's West, how the West trade Coast hockey, goes. That's what we're calling it now, huh? Yeah, uh, yes. I mean, I, I guess we can call it that. If, yeah. if you only specify these two teams, you could call it that for what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah, I, Just, mean, I mean, right now you have Andy Walensky playing defense for the Anaheim Ducks. Yes, the same Andy Walensky that's a full-time San Diego goal, and he's thrown onto this defense now. It's It's a patchwork defense. Maybe your best two defenders are Cam Fowler and Jimmy Drysdale. That's saying a lot. Listen, Andrew Will- Andy Walensky is our secret weapon. I didn't <laughs> want to tell you this. I didn't want to make this public knowledge, but um, he's our secret weapon. You heard it here first. Oh, just like what? Kale Clegg was the secret weapon for the Kings for a long time. Maybe. I mean, yes. Yeah. Obviously. Although Olimata, I think, has been a secret weapon for the LA Kings this season. I think Olimata gets overlooked a lot as far as just the analytics darlings. Like, Olimata has not had that terrible of a season, if I'm going to be completely honest here. Um, yes, he has looked lost at times, and he's not getting the playing time that most defenders should, but I think he's doing a competent job on defense. <laughs> Did you expect him to be competent when 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 uh, you guys traded for him, or were you uh, have you been pleasantly surprised that he I, hasn't looked totally awful? He hasn't looked as bad as some people think. I mean, yes, there were some experts out there saying, "Oh, this Olimata trade is going to come back to no, no." It it's a fine trade for the king. It's not the worst trade. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the subject of the worst trade can be a. Uh... A show for the off season, I yeah, believe. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we could we could both talk about bad trades. Oh we yeah. Both could oh yeah. About our respective teams. Yeah. So the first battle between the SoCal teams is tonight. Uh, do we want to make any predictions on this first game and then go from there, or are you just uh, predicting pain? I mean, I'm just predicting pain, but the pain is a lot easier if you do really just fully embrace the tank and get to know like. Owen Power and all the other guys at the top of the draft. Like, there's a lot of young talent to be excited about. So I'm ready to embrace the pain. I am ready for the Kings to win. I'm ready for Josh Manson to get punched in the face again. Uh, and, you know, for John Gibson to just quit 
in the middle of a game. I think that I think that we're getting there, uh, and and it's possible. But no, I'm I'm ready for pain, and I, I think that especially you know the Kings haven't looked that great recently. They've lost some key games that I think you guys really needed to have to uh, to stay in that playoff race. And I think you guys need to embrace the tank and embrace pain too. Um, but I think that you guys are still going to win this one because man. It's rough out here in Anaheim, folks. As, as someone that's covered the Kings for a long time, I don't know if I'm ready to embrace the tank because, you know, just last week, the Kings were only seven points out of a playoff spot, so I wasn't ready to embrace it. And I'm still not ready to embrace it. it it's still only nine points out, and the Kings do have a couple games in hand. So if the Kings can at least get three or all four of these upcoming games, they still have a chance. I mean, You the... keep telling yourself that. If that's what you need to sleep at night, I mean, that's well, okay. It's okay. Come back to me later. Once you've been eliminated, we can chat. Okay, we'll we'll do that. We'll 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 plan on that in a in a few weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's that's all we'll say about that. Uh, we're going to wrap up this particular show for now. But where can the fine folks find uh, your show? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at right said Sarah. That's W R I T E said Sarah with an H. And of course, locked on Anaheim Ducks is available on Twitter as well because I know that you are uh, all just on Twitter on all the time. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at L O underscore Ducks where we uh, embrace the tank over there too. What about you? Okay, so you can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. That's S-T-I-M-P-Y-J-D. And you can follow Locked on Kings wherever podcasts can be heard. That includes Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and the new Odyssey app, which is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. That's the new Odyssey app. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Not the Sacramento Kings, not the NBA team. That's also tanking also embracing the tank but locked on la kings is where you find all your latest la kings action and we still have some jeff carter thoughts we, we miss you cards i mean i mean that's that's well let me I'll, I'll write you a book on moving on it's time it's time to let it go it's time to let it go let it go mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. hold it back anymore i mean you should though it's getting a little weird yep Hey, you know what? We got frozen fractals to talk about on all these games coming out. Oh, hey. What? Wait, shouldn't you be the one doing the Disney references since you host Locked on Anaheim Ducks? I thought I'd spread the wealth sometimes and let let someone else take the glory. Oh, that's so kind of you. Well, yeah. we will we'll be doing this a couple times this week because our lousy teams play each other four consecutive times. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So this will not be the last time you hear from both of us this week. It won't be, but, uh, you know, we are hoping for the best, and sometimes the best means pain. <laughs> thanks thanks so much for coming on. really appreciate it. I really do. And uh, from all of us here at, at Locked On Locked Kings on. and Locked oh, On Ducks. We, and forgot, we, Locked got, on... we forgot to mention something, by the way. What? Uh-oh, what did we do? Uh, we forgot to mention the fact that there's a mock draft happening. <gasps> there is. There, there is. is. What are we drafting? What are we drafting? The N- The NFL mock draft show. That's yeah. the football, right? The football, the football? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's football. Is it football? They have a draft coming up, don't they? They do. Yeah. They do. So we'll give a quick shout out to the Locked On NFL Mock Draft, which you can also find wherever podcasts can be heard and get the latest information on all your teams on the NFL Draft upcoming, including, I guess, both of our football teams, I guess, the Chargers and the 
Rams. That sounds accurate. Yeah, it it sounds yeah. it sounds right. Let's go yeah. with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Great. So I will let you finish up on your end. <laughs> From all of us here at Locked On SoCal Hockey, Locked On Anaheim Ducks, Locked On Anaheim. That's not it. Locked on LA Kings. Uh, have a great day. Have a great evening. Uh, enjoy the pain of whatever your hockey teams bring you tonight. And uh, guys, ducks fly together. Quack. 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 Quack.